You're listening to Success Stalkers Radio, episode 31 with actor and producer Cedric Pendleton. Hey everybody, this is Ian Floyd with the Love and Sensibility Podcast. You know, when I want to get inspired to take action, this is exactly where I come, to my girl Iona Garrett on the Success Stalkers Radio Show. Welcome to Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They're making money and changing the world. Join me Monday through Friday as I interview today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Okay, let's get started. Welcome, Success Stalkers, to another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett, and I am simply honored and excited to introduce my guest today, Cedric Pendleton. So, Cedric, are you ready to stalk success today? Ah, yes, most definitely I am. (laughs) Outstanding, outstanding. Well, you have seen him grace the big screen, TV, and at endless events. Florence, Alabama native Cedric Pendleton has been thrilling and entertaining us for many years now. In the early 90s, he attended DeVry Institute in Computer Sciences and went on to sell banking software and participate in many large company installations. Having an undeniable desire to perform, Cedric studied acting under Chris Coleman at Actors Express Theater Company in Atlanta and went on to appear in regional theater, including the Alliance Theater working with such renowned actors as Ruby D, Angela Gibbs, Tareen Black, Ella Joyce, Joan Pringle, and Woody King Jr. His subsequent work in commercials, voiceover, and industrials led to roles in independent films in Atlanta and inevitably Los Angeles. He won winning roles in hit features such as Runaway Jury, Summer Catch, Diary of a Mad Black Woman, Medea's Family Reunion, and Unconditional. He has had supporting and recurring roles in several hit television shows, including The Fantasia Barino Story, The Shield, The Guardian, Dawson's Creek, Strong Medicine, True Blood, CSI New York, Tyler Perry's House of Pain, and The Haves and The Haves Nots. Cedric parlayed his various talents and skills into the business side of arts and entertainment, and now he's the founder and principal of Footprints Entertainment, LLC. So, Cedric, I've given our listeners just an overview about you, but we want to get to know you personally. So take a minute and give us an overview of your success path. Well, I mean, you know, small kid from a dirt road in Florence, Alabama, to uh, having the opportunity to walk among some of the best in the entertainment industry, as well as the ability to be able to act and uh, produce and do the things that I do and what people don't know is is that I've been producing for as long as I've been acting and so you will see the results of that coming in the next 16 to 18 months for sure I didn't realize that you were producing as long as you yeah, been acting yeah awesome. yeah it's it's uh it's a quiet as kept kind of deal that the real deal is is uh I could wait tables but I've chosen not to and by that same instance, I have to do something in order to put uh, food on the table. So 
I chose to produce. And so when you don't see me on the camera, because well, a lot of times people ask the same question, what are you working on now? And sometimes you try to tell them that you're producing this or producing that. And the first question out of their mouth is, when are you going back to acting? And it's like, I never left acting. Acting is a part of my DNA. But in that same instance, I realized that for me, I needed to start to concentrate on producing things that give me the opportunity to star or direct or star and direct or star and produce or that kind of thing. That's just my aptitude. So I'm fortunate enough to be in that position. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, Cedric, we're going to dive way deep into your journey a little later in this interview. Before we do, we always start off at Success Talkers Radio with a success quote. And I'm pretty sure you have one. So you really get that motivational ball rolling. So if you have one, take it away. Well, the success quote that I probably use the most is, Hope is the essence of everything that you desire. And if you can see it in your mind's eye, you can obtain it. And you just have to be persistent at it. And so that would be my thing is that hope brings you everything. I love it. Love it. Well, Cedric, can you give me an example of, you know, how you've applied that same quote to your journey? Sure. Uh Standing in a kitchen probably 12 years ago in Atlanta, and my brother comes in with my boys who are in, uh, in my little circle of friends. They come into the kitchen, and they basically tell me I need to get the heck out of Atlanta, that I need to go to L.A. and pursue what it is that I desire to do. And so I, I took a leap of faith and did exactly what they suggested you know, for me to do. And I hoped that I would land among the right people. And that's exactly mm -hmm. what happened. I mean, you know, I'm a true believer of God lighting your path and giving you a direction of where you're to go and what you're to do. And if you put your foot or your hand to the plow, he does the rest. And so for me, that's, uh, that's exactly what happened in my career. I went to LA, I hoped I'd hit and God did the rest. Yeah, that's awesome, Cedric. Well, you know, here at Success Talkers Radio, we, we're all about, you know, our guests, their story, their journey. And I know that you have had quite an amazing journey. But before we go further, if you can, Cedric, we want to first focus on a possible failure. Maybe a time in your life, well, maybe you just you fell flat on your face or flat on your back. And then tell us how you overcame it and how, you know, some lessons you learned from it. Um, the most recent Failure, I guess I would say, is I found myself on a nationally uh, known show. The show was winning awards. At the same time, I was producing around the country, um, producing to the tune of 3.1 million households, the shows that I was involved in. Uh, we were dropping t almost $22, $23 million in an economy every time I produced. And then one day... You know, I considered myself to be the Damon Dash of the gospel world because at the time I was producing in gospel, uh, in, in the gospel world. But what happened was God blew on my riches and blew on my, blew on my houses and blew on my relationships. I, in other words, I, what I'm suggesting is, is that I went through my Job experience and woke up one morning and found myself you know, a million dollars in debt and the lawsuits were climbing. And so six years into depression, 
and six years contemplating suicide and six years uh, really trying to find out who I was and what I was and what I was about and what I believed and that kind of thing. I found myself at a, at, at a loss. Mm -hmm. And when you find yourself at a loss and when you find yourself at the bottom, that's when God goes to work. And so he put a level of humility in me that I wouldn't have been able to acquire any other way except the way that I got it. So what did I learn out of that? I learned that forgiveness is the greatest key of anything else. And when people say that you have to forgive, you don't know what it's like until you have to forgive somebody of money that is more than what you make during the course of a year. Wow. And so not that you're forgiving them because you're wrong, because I won my lawsuits. I did my, you know, got awarded my 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 uh, victory, sort of speaking in court. But in that same instance, what you find is is that forgiveness takes you further than animosity or holding on to things that are negative. So here's the point. The point is, is that every person eventually goes through a Job experience. Right. But at the end, if you're faithful and if you believe that God is who he is, then you come out of your Job experience having much more than what you had before you went in. And so... The one thing that I learned more than I learned more than anything else is a you can go to the altar to pray, but you need to go talk to somebody and get some professional therapy. And that's help. true. You're right. And as African-Americans, oftentimes we we push that to the side, but we shouldn't. And so the lesson that I learned was forgiveness. And the other lesson was I love me more than I love anybody else because if you don't first love yourself it's hard to love somebody else that is trying to do business with you or somebody else that's trying to be in a relationship with you or your kids you got to love yourself first that's the deal yeah absolutely I, I totally agree with that because you can't give somebody something that you don't have yourself so yes. you have you have to love yourself first yep and, and those adversities, they refine you, you know, when you come out of it, just like you said, you know, the Job experience, you know, you're more refined and you just and now you can help somebody else after they come out of their Job experience, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you so much. Well, what I want to do here, Cedric, is I want to move forward because I want to transition to the other end of the spectrum, which is what we call here at Success Talkers Radio, the aha moment. Because, you know, just like you've had lessons that you've learned from, say, past failures, you've also had some, um, you know, amazing ideas, you know, such as light bulb experience or uh, aha moment. So I want you, if you can, just tell us one, Cedric. We want to feel like we're right there with you. So take us down to the ground level. Aha moment. OK, so here it is. The aha moment was NAACP image, um, image Awards were coming up in Los Angeles probably six years ago. Um, they had a continuing education seminar going on for attorneys. Uh, I have a habit of going to those type of events. And so I went and this particular attorney was talking to a group of young filmmakers about what was coming in entertainment. And he stated that if you start to develop content that had the capability to affect the major industries in the country and to be able to hook those 
sponsors, those industries into your storylines, you would be successful in what was coming in entertainment. That's one of the moments that I went, aha. (laughs) And so I went home that night and started working on something that I am in the process of building now. And I'm building it with a fury. So it is the type of thing that could potentially um, change my life for sure, but also change the life of my children's children. So we shall see. So, uh, so the point is, is that putting yourself out in an environment that you may not be welcomed in, quote unquote, because you're not a part of the clique. I'm not an attorney, mm-hmm. but yet and still being it in, in, in the pathway of information is always helpful. Absolutely. And so that's the whole point is that I position myself to be in the path of information. And so I encourage anybody else that is seeking something that is different than what their normal uh, environment dictates. They'll be successful. Just get it in the path of information. I'm glad you shared that with us because the reason why I actually like to interview entertainers as well and actors is because really you're like an entrepreneur as well because you, you are the business and you have to manage yourself and your career like a business. So, and that's important. You have to align yourself and put yourself in the path, you know, in front of the right people. Well, you know, it's interesting because you, you talked about being an entrepreneur. Um, my family, I come from a long line of men that that's what they do. And so... It was a natural progression for me when I stepped out of corporate America to go into the same type of environment, but I just used entertainment as my medium to do it. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm I'm, I'm kind of different than most actors, not belittling actors by any means, but because I am, and that is what I consider myself to be as an actor. But however, there's a business side of my brain that's been developed as well, and that. <laughs> entrepreneurial side that right. I can't turn it off. So I'm I'm a little different than most entertainers or most people that are in the acting field. There's a part of there's a logical side that's been developed as well. Gotcha. Well, Cedric, let's shift for just a minute because I want to shine a spotlight on you for a minute. You know, can you share with us one of your proudest moments in your career? Yeah, the day that. Uh, Uh, I was at Tyler's Studios. We were working on the House of Pain. My daughter had come into town. I have a daughter and uh, she had come into town and she walked on the set. Mm -hmm. She sat in a chair and she watched me perform and she looked at me and she said, now I understand what persistence means. Wow. So that to me is probably the pride of my career thus far. I'm sure. I'm sure because, you know, I love that, Cedric, because you're, you're a parent that's not just telling her, you're showing her. Yeah, she was. It's, it's, it's funny. You hear me stumbling, right? The only reason you hear me stumbling <laughs> is because um, my daughter actually knows who I am through and through. I've not tried to hide myself from my daughter at all. She knows my good, my bad, my ugly, and my great. So um, that's, that's the thing that I try to leave, leave with her is. She knows who her father is. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Cedric, we both know, you know, being an entrepreneur can be a roller coaster of emotions. And, you know, when people are getting started in business, they they have those moments where they're up and then they're down. And, you know, you could be up today and then within the next 24 hours, 
sometimes are frustrated and possibly ready to quit. So can you tell us how do you keep your focus each day and how do you keep that end result in mind? On my knees, first thing in the morning. That's the only way that I can continue to do what I do. Most entrepreneurs I know work 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 hours a day. And, you know, anybody that knows me knows that it's not uncommon to get an email from me at 2.30, 3.30, 4.30, 5.30, 30 in the morning because that's the time that I rise. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's after being at the comedy club all night. And so the point is, is that you do what it takes in order to succeed. But the first thing that I do, that I try my very best to do is to hit my knees and acknowledge where my creative ideas, my strength, my fortitude comes from. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's it. I mean, meditation is first and then comes the prayer. So that's, that's, that's my regimen. That's good. That's really important. That's mine too. Uh, and it seems that, you know, the more successful I become, the more closer I feel, I feel compelled to be on my knees because if you're not, I don't know how some people do it without being on their knees because it's tough. Well, it's really tough. having had uh, just have your job experience and see if that doesn't knock you to your knees. Oh, yeah. So that's enough. I can relate. <laughs> oh, yes. That was enough. Yes, enough. Well, because I know that you are a success stalker, Cedric, I know you kind of touched on some new some projects that you're working on. Are there any other projects that you, you're really excited about that you want to share with us? Or? Um, there is a thing that I'm working on in Atlanta, November 8th, 9th, and 10th. There's a show that I'm working on that's called PMAC Expo. It's Professional Makeup Artist Conference and Expo. It's being held in Atlanta. You can go to the website, which is PMAC, P-M-A-C-E-X-P-O.com, P-Expo.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Google+. But it is a makeup conference that is specifically targeted towards those individuals who are the keys or the very best at what they do in the makeup industry and exposing them to the general public. So that means if you've got a daughter, a son, or if you are a hairstylist looking to be a makeup artist, this is the place that you want to be. If you have products that you are trying to sell to the general consumer, this is the place that you want to be. The reason is because, to give you an example, last year we had Reggie Wells, who was Oprah's makeup artist for a long period of time. He was he was there. We had uh, DeAndre Michaels, who basically has had more covers on Essence magazine uh, with Mary Mary, with uh, Mary J. Blige, with Angela Bassett. I mean, those are his clients. Uh, we've had Toby Sales. Toby is considered to be one of the best uh, special effects makeup artists in the country right now. We've had Roy Woolley involved. So these these are people who are the best at what they do. And this year we have six six different disciplines of makeup in one building. The reason I'm so excited about this, the because a lot of people keep going, why are you involved in this? It's makeup. You're an actor. How does that make sense? And the thing that I say to them is that it was modeling that got me into acting in the first place. And I know as an entertainer that I don't look half as good as I look after I come out of a chair of a makeup artist. <laughs> they make us, they make any entertainer look 
spotless. And so the point being, it's an opportunity for those who desire to be something different than what they presently are. Mm-hmm. This show gives them hope to believe that they can go do that. And then in that same instance, it gives women the opportunity to buy makeup that is at a professional grade at discounted prices. Because when I tell you, ladies, that there is makeup in the building, it's like going to Home Depot for makeup. I don't know. I don't know how it's. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So PMAC Expo, November 8th, 9th and 10th in Atlanta, Georgia. It's an opportunity for you to rub shoulders to hang out. Last year we had SWV. We had some people from the Atlanta Housewives. We had we had uh, Ishi from Arrested Development. We had, uh, I mean, we just had all kinds of people that were in the building. And so this is an opportunity that if you ever wanted to be involved in the entertainment industry from a makeup perspective, it's an opportunity for you to actually grow, earn, and fellowship and that kind of thing and buy some makeup. I love it. I love it. That's what that's what I'm working on right now. In a sense of film and television, I can't talk about. Yeah, it. that's cool. That's cool. We'll we'll follow you and we'll yeah yeah we'll uh, we'll keep up with you <laughs> until this until this ink dries, which it should be drying anytime soon. I mean, like really, really soon. I can't talk about what I'm working on film and television. Oh, that's fine. But let's go back to PMAC for a second because you're pushing my buttons with that because. I'm a licensed hairstylist. I've been in the beauty industry for over 19 okay. years. And and I'm definitely going to make that event because I love the beauty industry. And I have tons of friends in the, you know, in the industry that will love to be there too. So I thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, and, and let me say this to you. If, if Especially coming from New Orleans, there's a side of New Orleans uh, that is just incredible, which is the Mardi Gras makeup situation in Mardi Gras. So... Mm-hmm. Here's my challenge to you, good sister. If you have makeup artists that do body art or that kind of thing out of New Orleans that you would recommend to me, I would love to have them as guests at PMAC because okay. we're trying to expose people to things that they normally don't see. And last year we we accomplished that. But this year I, I'm taking it I'm taking it over over the top. We're in a building downtown Atlanta that is considered to be one of the best venues in the city. It's, uh, I mean, go to pmacexpo.com and see it for yourself. Okay, I will. And I will definitely do what you said. I, I do know quite a few people that, that do that. So I'm going to see what I can do to connect you to Sounds them. good. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Well, well, we've reached my favorite part of this interview, Cedric. And that's what we call here. We call it the success round. So if you like to box, we're going to box for a little bit. <laughs> okay. All right, go. All right. So what was it that held you back from becoming an actor and an entertainer before you started? Myself. Do I elaborate or do I stop? Yes. <laughs> For just a minute. Um, one minute. It was myself. It was fear. It was the fear of failure. It was the fear of not being of being ridiculed for, for, for potentially failing. So it was myself. And when I realized one day that I only had one life and that I was given gifts for a reason. And just because you're given gifts doesn't necessarily mean that you are not supposed to go work those gifts. Meaning LeBron James still goes to practice. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan still went to practice. So the point is, is that one has to go to practice in order to, to sharpen that gift. And so that's the whole point. What potentially stopped me? Myself. And that's usually what stops most people. Fear. You're absolutely right. Well, what is the best 
business advice you've ever received for your career? Uh, administration is 75% of acting, which means it's not your talent. Your talent is 25% of it. It is your administration, meaning that it is your ability to be able to represent the best you, the, your ability to be able to find the right agent, the right manager, the right people to be around. Uh, your administration, the ability to be able to follow up with people that you meet, to actually reach out to them and send them thank you cards, to the ability to be able to have lunch with someone and then to follow up with thank you cards. It's administration that is 75% of the business. And so, which is why I just hired a wonderful assistant. I just... <laughs> I mean, I, I talk about that girl enough. She is the bomb. That's so, awesome. So, um, She's an extension of you, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, truthfully, she is. And, and you know, I, I can truly say that the, the young lady that's on my squad right now, most people know that uh, if, you, if you work for, for me as my assistant, you probably will end up producing. Um, mm. There are several people that are in the industry that have worked for me as an assistant who are now doing their doggone thing. Wow. And so this young lady is, she had no idea what she was interviewing for. And mm -hmm. so now that she found out what she's interviewing for, she's, she's been on being the best at what she, at, at what it is that I need. So I'm teaching her to produce. That's so awesome. yeah, but that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> All right. Ask me girl. You All right. Well, my candy. next question, I'm but, sorry. Go ahead. But, <laughs> Yeah, go for the next one. What's the next one? Because I'm, I'm All right. Well, do you have a book anyway. that you can recommend to our listeners? Uh, I, I've got a couple of books. One is called Outliners. Outliners. O-U-T-L-I-N-E-R-S. Outliners. And what that book simply teaches is that it takes a thousand hours to become great at anything. So if it takes a thousand hours to become great, you might as well start now. So that's, that's one. And then the second one would be The 48 Laws of Power. Um, that book has helped me more than I care to admit. Who are, the, who are those books by? Uh, 48 Laws of Power are based on the teachings of Machiavelli. Machiavelli and I don't know. I'm I was looking around the office now for my outline. This book It's in my car. I'll look it up. That's okay. Yeah, okay. there it cool. is. All right, good. So that's, that's it, right? Yep, that's good it. Good deal, good deal. Well, my last question, Cedric... It's, yep. it's a doozy, so I hope you're ready for it. <laughs> well, I'm sitting down. All right. I want you to imagine that you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge that you currently have today. Let's say your food is taken care of, your shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you be doing in the next seven days? Developing a recycling program to put people to work, period. Meaning from a sustainability perspective, if we're in a world that's similar to Earth, we would be developing housing that would use natural resources as opposed to being on the grid. We would be learning how to grow our own food so that it's not genetically modified. We would be developing purification systems with the water so that the water is not contaminated. We would be doing the things that are necessary to make sure that we are sustainable and eco-friendly. That's what I would do. 
So would you, I know you, so since you woke up in this brand new world, of course, by yourself, so you would obviously need a team. So you probably go out and start putting together a team, right? Well, no, well, no I'd get on my knees and go, God, where's my helpmate? <laughs> where's she at? Where is she? <laughs> where is she, Lord? I ain't talking about the male and female. I ain't talking about the female. I want the helpmate. The helpmate. <laughs> go to the second chapter, God. Where is the help? Put me to sleep. Take my rib. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Where is she I at? <laughs> I love Wait a minute. It. I love and then it. I would say, and then I would say, tell her to holler. <laughs> you are so funny. <laughs> that's the truth. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff. Well, Cedric, you know, hearing your journey has truly been inspiring. And I know our listeners have really gotten some, you know, great tips from you and some some great advice. But you know, if you can, before we end, if you can just give them one more parting piece of advice and guidance and then share the best way they can find you and then we will say goodbye. Um, the piece of advice I have is follow your dreams to the very end and ride it until the wheels fall off. Um, I mean, ride that dream to the very, very, very end. And when you think you're at the end of your dream, imagine bigger because that's where God lives. And that's where faith and hope come into play. And for me, the best place to find me, you can find me on Facebook at Cedric Pendleton. That's C-E-D-R-I-C-P-E-N-D-L-E-T-O-N. You can find me on Twitter at the same. You can find me on Instagram at the same. You can go to my website and find me there at the same. Everything is branded Cedric Pendleton. So that's how you find me. And better than that, if you show up at PMAC, you can come shake my hand. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to show up. So you get your hand ready. That's what's <laughs> up. That's what's up. And then also Cedric too. They can also find the links to everything we've been chatting about today. Also at our website at successstalkersradio.com slash Cedric Pendleton. And everything will be there in our show notes. Yay. Yeah. So thank you again, Cedric. We appreciate you for your time, your generosity, and just being transparent with your journey. So we say thank you. Thank you, good sister. Be blessed. I will. And for everyone out there listening, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett. And until our next episode, keep stalking success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review, hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We love to hear from you.